0: Now we're live. Alright, second time's a charm. little graphics error, first time. Yeah, no worries. Painkiller Nearly, episode 52. Welcome, yeah. Kyle.
1: Good to be here. How are you? I'm great.
0: Alright, so, um... I'm trying to think. We had a couple things you've been making. You've been working on videos lately. You haven't done your shoot yet.
1: Yeah, uh, I worked uh, last Trump. three or four days, I guess.
0: Been running around. Uh, Trump. You want to talk about Trump? Trump is keeping up the crazy. <laughs> I'm a little bit, so, A lot of people listen to Painkiller nearly a week delayed because they're not Patreons. Um, by the way, if you, uh, you want to get this right as it comes out, consider signing up for Patreon. It makes you sexy, and you get Painkiller nearly early and in video. But uh, I guess we'll talk about it anyway. So I watched this part of the debate live when Megyn Kelly said you've described women as like fat pigs, slob, something something, something. I hope I have those two right.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, he's like, but only Rosie O'Donnell, And everybody loved it. Right? Funny punchline, etc. It was a good comeback. And nobody voting in the Republican primaries is going to be pro-Rosie O'Donnell, Right? That's, that's... So it was like, I'm not insulting women. I'm insulting a woman. And I think he has a clever point on that, by the way. Like I... Trump... I think he's a flawed guy, but I don't find him to be a woman hater or a misogynist or you know, he, like. He just, you know, when he doesn't like a person, sometimes he insults their looks. People insult his hair. He must get a hundred and fifty thousand hair insults <laughs> daily, right? He calls one fat person fat and suddenly he hates women? No. If you want to make the case that he's not presidential, I can hear you there. If you want to make the case that, uh, you know, that that he 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 draws out the long swords when the daggers are more appropriate, eh, maybe I can hear that too. But uh, the case that he hates women, I'm not buying it. So, they, do you want to jump in?
1: Rush Limbaugh was talking about this today. He pointed out that Trump has a lot of uh, women in like high ranking positions in his companies, and you know, he he depends on women. He's got women uh, on his on his. Ah, uh, board of directors, in a lot of his bigger companies that, that he trusts women, and he's not a misogynist. He, he he agreed with you, or you agree with him. Either way, he basically said Trump just doesn't take any shit. You know, if it, it, when they go after Trump, he doesn't want to play those BS political games or like, yeah, it's all part of the game. They get to say this about me, and I'll say this about them. But he doesn't do that. He's just like, no, and he'll call them a name. He'll call them a pinhead or a, not. That's uh, that's Bill O'Reilly. What does he call people?
0: He's always Trump will call someone stupid. Trump yeah. will call you ugly. <laughs> that's the thing. Trump will attack your, your physical appearance, and yeah. when he does it to women, suddenly they've made it an anti woman thing. But I feel like it's not. I, I, yeah. And then he said, um, I saw this tweet where uh, he was speaking of a uh, he was tweet he was speaking of a woman, and he, and he
1: said something like, "I guess that's what what will happen uh, to your brain when you're too ugly to date." <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. So. Um, Now, Megyn Kelly asked him that question during the debates, and I thought he handled it okay, I guess. Um, But uh, it's really the same question he's been getting a lot. They say that you don't behave presidentially. You you attack people. You you took Lindsey Graham's phone number, and you gave it to everyone on TV. So is that the sort of thing you're going to do when your opponent's not Lindsey Graham, but instead is like Vladimir Putin? and uh it's like oh that's an interesting point you know the antics that are doing so well for him now wouldn't fit so well in the job that he's auditioning for but they turned this into a woman hating thing and i don't i don't think that's what's in his heart now he said you know, megan kelly oh my god she asked that question with such venom the blood was coming out of her eyes coming out of her whatever and uh A lot of people interpreted that to mean that she was on her menstrual cycle and that that, that she was on a period and that she was uh, hormonal or something like that. Um, When he first said, like, no, when I finished that, I was going to say my ear, coming out of her ears, coming out of her um, nose, because those are common expressions. Uh, I believed him when I saw it, because I first read it. Then when I heard him say it, like the inflection... uh, (laughs) It sounded like he was talking about a period to me. I don't know. I can't read the guy's mind, but he's like, "Oh, the blood was coming out of her eyes. It was coming out of her, <laughs> whatever, right?" And it was just like, "I, I-, I don't think nose was the next thing coming to his head."
1: I did you hear it verb like in the audio? I didn't. I didn't hear it. Um, I read it, and I. I... That's what he does. That's exactly what he was doing when he when he when he was saying John McCain wasn't a hero. Like like he's he it's it's sarcasm. It's it's he he says something without outright saying it, or he says it in a way that he can defend it later. But it's he's just he's just double talking. It's double talk. No, he's he's outright uh, said like, gosh, oh,
0: must be on her period. I when he said I was talking about her ears and her nose, you should have let me finish. One, he stopped. It wasn't that he acts like he was interrupted. He was not interrupted. I 100% guarantee you as an expert on interrupting, that's not what interrupting is. He just, he kind of like caught himself is what it sounded like to me. And when I heard his explanation, I bought it. And then I heard the audio of him saying it afterwards and that's when I stopped buying the explanation. So yeah, um,
1: I don't care what he says or does. He's really entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I- I'm looking forward to the ne- the next debate and the one after that. I hope he's still like kicking it You know, in February, March of next year, I hope he's still up there, thirty, forty percent in the polls. I hope he keeps growing. You know, as as we speak,
0: I'm sorry. See, expert interrupting. He's extending his lead. You told me he's extending his lead. It's bigger. It's thirty something now. Like he's just and Cruz is the second best guy. Yep, that's interesting too. I I watched um, Ted Cruz deal with somebody who was like trying to shout him down at a protest and. it was about the iran deal that obama's done and if i remember right it was about that and basically he's like hey if you want to shout me down then you'll have to go but if you want to debate this let's talk and uh he called out like one of the people there they were like code pink or something or they had pink shirts on and uh, the first guy was like he was a young black guy with a afro like out to like a stylish afro I'll call it and um I, uh, he was like, if you want to talk, we'll do the thing. And I feel like I've seen people do that before. Like, um, they'll hand a mic to someone, especially a young person. And then they freeze like, I wasn't really prepared for an oral presentation. I thought I was just going to sort of fuck with you. <laughs> but, um, they all said like, no, 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 let her speak instead. And then this woman was, she was older than me. She was probably 50 something. And, uh, and she tried to go toe-to-toe with Ted Cruz and he handled it really, really well. And he expressed his points and um, I feel like, it, I don't know if I can trust Ted Cruz, but I feel like I learned a little more about the deal. You know, when Obama talks about it, he's mostly saying like, we're giving him some money and in exchange, they're gonna you know, let these inspectors in. They're gonna take all the weaponized plutonium they have so far and they're gonna ship it out. They're gonna do this, they're gonna do that. But he really focuses on the concessions that they made. Ted Cruz really focuses on what we're giving them. And it's a lot of money, right? Like, it, it's not like we're giving them a million, or I, I think it's in the billions. Like, it's a lot. I, I, I may have my numbers wrong.
1: I, I think it's well worth $250 billion if, if you actually get them to stop. Like, like what's another fucking war going to cost? It'll cost another trillion.
0: It will. Yeah. Like,
1: like, I'm sure we could destroy the Iranians if we wanted to. Like, like it, it wouldn't be that bad. I think it would be a lot harder than Iraq. But we would destroy iran in a year and after like,
0: we do then syria will be mad at us and we'll have to you know they'll be the next that's one year in two <laughs> <laughs> yeah after we destroy syria now egypt is like what the fuck you just kill muslims all the time and you know like it, it it'd be the united states against the middle east and so
1: we need to stop having trillion dollar wars they were talking about what could be done with the money that was spent on the iraq war the other day and it seemed to me, by, by my accounting, that you could have bought homes for millions of Americans. Like, like take, or you could have paid off the student, uh, student debt of everyone. Like you mm-hmm. could have given everyone a free ride. It was, like, it was like, imagine if every child in the United States automatically had free college for the next 50 years. Like, I feel like that would raise us up on the, I feel like we would just become a much more powerful, greater nation if, if that were true. But instead, we, like, we, we killed like 100,000 Iraqis.
0: Yeah, yeah, and two hundred fifty billion makes me like—you make a pretty powerful argument. Like two hundred fifty billion in, in in cash to save a war is a discount, you know. We, we all, we—you just saved us seven hundred fifty billion, and I want to say it was a hundred and fifty billion. No, um, oh, I was just
1: making up a number that I thought would be a pro I, I thought I, I, that's the number I'd be comfortable with if I were president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh... I'm, I'm just trying to Google real quick. I don't know if this is a reliable website. Let's see if it has a number on it. That I don't want to go too long, especially with just a two-person thing. But yeah, I, I, I remember it being $150 billion, but I don't know for sure. And uh, <sighs> uh, So anyway, it's... where I was headed with that is someone was heckling Cruz, and he handled it really, really well. Did you see Black Lives Matter talking to Bernie Sanders?
1: Yeah, I saw. We we watched that together. I think. Oh, yeah, dude. I know yeah, all about that thing. Yeah,
0: that was fucked up.
1: Did you see that Punchable Faces subreddit yeah, got to fucking like taken over, and everybody got kicked out, and they deleted like every top post of all time before like six days ago, Wait and, a now and now the and now the new rule is no no faces are allowed on on Punchable Faces, like. <laughs>
0: No, pages. no. I, 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 yeah. I, what I did see was that like, 15, 16 of the top twenty posts in Punchable Faces was the lady who interrupted Bernie Sanders.
1: What I'm describing is the result of that.
0: Right. I didn't. I didn't know where yeah. you were going. That's so, cr- that
1: sucks. So Punchable Faces is pretty much ruined. Um, like because you can't put human faces on it anymore, and that's what. <laughs> it's about. Now there's like pictures of like there was like a restaurant mascot and like a, a tarantula. And it was just like, well, this is super lame. Like, like, like this, is, this isn't funny at all. The whole point of punchable faces was people whose face look punchable, who
0: are obnoxious looking, or yeah. people you just don't like. It's funny. A, I I I'd never heard the term punchable faces until Wings of Redemption introduced me to it. And he was describing, I think his name was Raw Instinct. Is he the guy that copied all the T-Mart videos?
1: I think he is the guy that copied the videos. I don't know if he has a punchable face, though.
0: I don't know either. But Wings of Redemption said that he had a punchable face, and I thought, like, the punchable face wasn't a thing, and it was just a unique, like, Wings of Redemption ism that he liked. He would very much like to punch Raw Instinct. Yeah. Um. And it was a well. Yeah, that,
1: that that whole thing was crazy. They they went up there and messed with Bernie Sanders and shut his whole thing down. And and now, of course, people are like showing off some of the uh, civil rights. Uh, Things that, that that Bernie Sanders did back in the sixties and stuff. You, you see him at, um, at at all kinds of events. He was he was walking with Martin Luther King and stuff like that. So these Black Lives Matter people uh, look like real real assholes now.
0: I they come off to me as real racist, you know? Like, yeah, totally. They're very racist. I, I
1: they don't like white people. I don't know why it's why why white people are afraid to to call it when someone's uh, you know being racist against them. These these people totally don't like us white people
0: that's they what i'm I, seeing too yeah I, i'm sure there's a bunch of reasonable people in there and people who are listening to it saying no 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 you get your message wrong right now but i'm telling you if you're involved in black lives matter somehow the message that's getting to me is you hate because i'm white yeah. If you hate bernie sanders who literally fucking marched with martin luther king right if you hate bernie sanders who has a 98 percent voting approval record by the NAACP 100 percent. i saw it said 100 i've also seen it in the high 90s okay. i don't know what the truth is um if uh like if if you just like if if all you see out of bernie sanders is instead of you being your biggest ally is a white guy in power then just fuck off and your organization hang yourself with the rope i don't care you you're you're hurting this nation you're not doing it right. Go ahead, slink underneath the couch <laughs> if you want to. But, um, but yeah, Black Lives Matter, you're not doing it right. You're losing people that you should have as allies. So, so fuck off.
1: No need for any hangings or anything like that. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: really? This is the gamer community. End yourself as part of the standard vernacular.
1: I don't know anything about that, but yes, they come off as very racist. Uh, oh, God. That, they, they seem to make fools of themselves at that at that event, and it seemed like a lot of the internet had a good, day, a good time of making fun
0: of them that day. She, the, whole. the picture that they kept saying she was at Punchable Faces is when she wore that shirt that said drinking the tears of white men or something like that. That's racist as fuck.
1: Totally, yeah. It, yeah.
0: Like, I, I can't imagine... A white person doing the reverse in a half measure, right? Like uh, it, it's it's crazy. I don't know. I just it's re- rare. It's very rare. It's rare. That, that, it happens, that, of course. But that white
1: people are like outright like rambunctiously racist, like walking <laughs> around with like with, with like super offensive t shirts and stuff, or like you know, those people are borderline skinheads at that point. And then there are just skinheads, like yeah, Nazis yeah. and shit. But but you gotta
0: your compa- I think, I think the comparison you're making is appropriate. Black yeah, Lives I think it's Matter telling based the, the comparisons
1: that we're drawing between between white supremacist groups and these Black Lives Matter people because regardless of what they're calling themselves, uh, they should change it to only Black Lives Matter because it's it that's what it seems like their their real mission statement is.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They
1: they seem to be taking a page out of the book of the feminists who don't want equality. They they uh they they want to have their cake and eat it too, and uh you know they want female superiority or something. It, it, I, Everybody says they want to be equal, but then they
0: they uh, they seem like they want more than that when it comes down to it. The, I was talking to my daughter about that, and her, for all her like uh, Tumblr education, I'll call it, uh, actually lined up completely with that. You know, like it, I was like, you know, you want equality, and when these groups. Say they want equality, but what they really want is like equal results and they'll prop up one group and push down another group to get it. That's not right. Um, she was like, yeah, you know, if you're arguing for women over men, then that's not what feminism is supposed to be, she says. It's supposed to be just women getting an equal shake. And um, like, I like that. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, um, it's, it's, I'm
1: all for that. Um, I'm, I'm all for women getting an equal shake. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I, it seems like every. I think Reddit and the news media. So I don't. That's the only news I get is Reddit. But I feel like Reddit makes things like police violence. Um, what else? Everything it makes it blows. So it seems like they really focus on what police violence. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime a cop does something wrong, especially if they shoot a minority. Mm-hmm. Um, they really focus on all the child abuse stuff. I. Every, anytime a kid gets fucked, I'm reading about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And anytime like uh, a man gets wronged by a woman, of course, because I, I read one like on the way downstairs to do this. It was something like uh, um, a college a girl has sex with a guy. They're both in college. She has sex with him twice. Then three months later, he sees she sees him with another girl kissing her. Then she and she she calls rape. The university expels him. And it's, it, it seems like anytime something like that happens, uh, we we read about it. Or maybe all of those things are just super common. Maybe there are a lot of cops shooting people out there.
0: I don't think so. But it, so, uh, let me just say something. Twice now you've seen an app pop up in front of Kyle's face and go away. I promise you, I wasn't playing Minecraft. I was closing Minecraft. I'm not organizing my iTunes songs. I closed iTunes. Uh, you're crackling a little bit for me. I'm not sure if the recording's catching it. I'm trying to make it better. Oh, it could be your wire your too. I didn't think of that. Yep, that'll do it. But um, uh, you know, if people watching this, I'm not... Not doing anything bad. I'm just trying to make things better. So, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that same thing, and uh, <laughs> I, I try to look at the other side of these things. I suppose everyone thinks they do. If you're a university and some guy has just been accused of rape, do you take any immediate action on that? No. You let the the jury, the, the justice system sort it out. Yeah, un-
1: unless there are, unless it's, it's clear, unless there's, unless it's obvious. Um, I, I feel like you're just ruining people's reputations, uh, ruining people's lives like that. When cl- there may have already been someone's life ruined. Like there's no, there's no need to rush to judgment anytime. They should just let the uh, let the police hash it out. Let let the criminal justice system figure out what's what, and then go from there. Um there's yeah I mean there's situations where it's it's clear what, what, that what if there's the, a,
0: if you feel like this guy's a hazard on campus.
1: Well if you feel like he's a hazard on campus it's because it's clear that he raped the girl like like if you know he raped her then yeah you should suspend him. Or so now, expel so
0: him. now you're in the business of figuring out whether he's a rapist or not. I'm I'm just no no it, I'm not hard. Asking,
1: I'm not asking for Sherlock Holmes here. I'm just saying like did he rape her in front of 15 people at a party and they're all coming forward or does she say that something happened in a dark room somewhere? Because option A, there's 15 people they are all saying, yeah, he just kept raping her. He wouldn't stop. Like, you know he raped her. Everyone knows he raped her. The whole volleyball team was there. That's one case. You expel him then. But in case B, I guess, you know, where, where he, he said, she said, she said, he said, then, like, no, you, you can't just jump to, you can't leap to judgment there. It's like, you got to let the, uh, the cops deal with that.
0: That's a good place to start, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I just I <laughs> So there was a guy, it was one of my roommates in college had a twin brother. And this twin brother was kind of bad news, but my understanding is he was associated with a guy who was really bad news, right? So um uh his twin brother went to school there too and um he, was, he got really into martial arts, but not like an effective one. One that was half martial arts and half acrobatics. <laughs> and did uh, something. Yeah. A- anyway, they, uh, yeah. You know, I, I wish I could think of more details on the lightweight stuff they did, but they started robbing all over the place. They were just like, and my roommate's telling me, like, oh, I bet that was my brother. Like, I bet that was my brother. You know, every time somebody got robbed or thing happened, um, the student union and like college bookstore got robbed. And he's like, I'm almost positive that was my brother. And, uh, um, and it was him and this other guy. Now, his be- my roommate and his twin brother were white, but the other guy was um, some kind of Hispanic. I don't know exactly where he was from. Like, he could have been Puerto Rican, it could have been Mexican or something like that. But that becomes uh, important in a minute. And uh, they robbed a Burger King off campus. Like, I guess they thought it was closed, but somebody was still in the back, like, counting the money or something. Like, like maybe the storefront was closed, but the, there was someone they had just closed. So, uh, um, they go in there and try and rob it, and then they, the, they call the police on them, and the police catch them in the act of robbing the Burger King. And uh, I remember one part, like... It, oh, I left out the best part. They were dressed as ninjas while they did it. Yeah. <laughs> they were literally dressed as ninjas with the mask and, like, their black belts. And, and they were robbing the uh, the Burger King while dressed as ninjas.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I, I mentioned that because it informs the next part. The cops got him cuffed. And he's, like, on the ground with his hands behind his back, his legs spread. And, and I guess it's in a position where you can't do much. And... uh uh, the cop, like, kicked him in the balls or something, even though he was belly down on the ground. And uh, he's like, yeah, uncuff me. See how tough you are. And the cop is like, no. <laughs> and that's how it went. Anyway, the white guy was immediately expelled. And um, I was immediately, like, thrown out of the dorms for dropping jelly. But the Hispanic guy had a... um uh like a, wait,
1: wait, you were dropped out of the dorms for drop, you, for dropping jelly?
0: I'm sure I've told this a couple of times before. Yeah, I dropped jelly down the stairwell, so a little worse than okay. just dropping jelly. But, um, but I thought the punishment was really harsh. They threw me out of the dorms for like four or five semesters until my coach intervened. And um, this guy literally, he robbed like the student union, a bunch of students in particular. He got into a fight on campus. And uh, I think there was a rape accusation, which I don't know if, how that ever landed. Probably and, not um, Don't know. But uh, um, I do know that nothing happened to him for like the longest time. Like he's in jail. They're sorting it all out and stuff. And the school is like, we're going to let this finish. You know, we're going to, like it, they gave him every benefit because he had some sort of like student group. It was almost like he had a union or something on his side. Um, of other hispanic people looking out for him hiring attorneys and such and i felt like he got a real break for not being white and Mm -hmm. um uh i don't know it made me jealous I was like i could use a break right now i'm not such a terrible guy i know i dropped jelly down the stairs but fuck (laughs) (laughs) i know i dropped when you first said
1: that i was like is that a euphemism like that i I don't know like like, you dropped the jelly huh oh all right now you're talking i like to Drop a little jelly every now and
0: then, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I all did right. Don't I completely didn't know, you, know what you mean.
1: Woody, I didn't know you dropped jelly. Like, <laughs> we've known each other a long time. I had no idea. You're like, a jelly dropper, too? Cause... Next time, me and you, Smucker's time,
0: all right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was like, I could use a break here. And I didn't live anywhere near the school, so, like, I wasn't sure how I was even going to continue attending school Um you know, without being allowed to live on campus. I ended up living off campus, driving a motorcycle in the New Jersey winter through the snow to school. It's horrible. Um, mm. And this guy, like, at least in the short term, like, nothing fucking happened to him. You know, just because um, it, it, it had something to do with financial aid. Like, the financial aid group that was paying for his school was also defending his criminal behavior. And it was like, that lucky fuck. You know, I, I could use that. Yeah, But um, I forget how we got on that topic, something to do with Bernie Sanders. You have to be
1: a part of a minority to get one of those groups to help you out. And, and don't think that that means that they're closed off to you. You just have to pick a different kind of minority, not mm. a racial one, just an ideal or a belief. Gun owners, we have our own little minority. There's a whole like uh, United, There's I don't remember the name, I wish I did off, offhand, but it's like uh, Concealed Carriers of America or something uh you get in, you get in any trouble uh you know whether you fired the gun or not no matter what happened they'll get you a lawyer there they'll come to take care of you it's in their best interest to look out for you
0: do what do i how do i get involved in this thing it's a website like I, i've do, like is it do you just be a part of the nra no um, well the nra is a
1: different thing this is uh this is like um I, like i said i can't remember the exact name of it it's like concealedcarriersofamerica.org dot or something like hmm. that.
0: I might look at. I just know the NRA has stuff. Like I was at a gun store and the guy's guns had been recently stolen, and uh, he's like, "It turns out, if you're a member of the NRA, you've got like gun insurance." And uh, and he was there starting to rebuild his collection. Now it wasn't great. Like mm. they stole a handful of guns from him, and he had enough, I think, to buy one or two. But uh, you know, getting a gun again so yeah uh, I don't know I'm not a member of the NRA you probably are I, in your position you probably can't say one way or the other but um, yeah, you are okay yeah. they're every so often they do a thing that makes me cautious about it like like they, they might be more extreme than I am personally
1: they're not extreme enough for me quite frankly hmm. I, I'm also a member of another group called the Gun Owners of America and uh, and that group is a no holds barred gun <laughs> ad, gun rights advocacy organization, as they call themselves. And uh, and and they're not the NRA is like, yeah, don't take our hunting rifles away. We want our handguns to protect ourselves in high crime areas. The gun owners of America of America are like, we need silenced machine guns. We should all have them. <laughs> like they like they're they're my kind of uh, gun gun rights organization. They they don't they don't uh, they don't pick and choose which guns. I'm
0: sitting here <laughs> thinking I can't name a thing i disagree <laughs> like those two platforms you i'm in favor of all the things you said so far like i i like that i don't know what i don't like every now and then there's like a i don't know like a, 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 they'll say for example that oh oh like okay this guy's mentally incompetent. He's been declared mm. mentally incompetent by both his family and the state and like everyone around. Um, he doesn't handle his own bank records anymore. He doesn't, he can't drive anymore. Um, he's just sitting in a chair drooling. But people are taking advantage, perhaps, or could take advantage of his mental incompetency by buying guns left and right with this poor guy who does nothing but drool and wait to die. Wait, well that's a straw purchase. That's illegal. Um, not necessarily.
1: What if the gun's still his? No, still still illegal. Um if, if you uh if one if on the 4473 form you fill out when you're mm-hmm. buying a gun, like that's one of the boxes you're agreeing to that this is for you. It's this for is him. Your gun.
0: It's for him. <laughs> it's, he bought it with his money. I can use your gun? You can borrow my gun. But you can't That's all I'm it. asking for—a little borrowing from Captain well, Drew. And I can
1: also sell you my gun. Like, like the, the look. There's lots of loopholes in the in, in the law. And if you ask my honest opinion, there's got to be loopholes in the law just for just for every for free commerce. Like, like I don't mm-hmm. think that I should have to do anything to sell a gun to my dad or to sell one of my guns to to anybody. Um, I've got a federal firearms license, so I have, I can do the actual paperwork and fill out the 4473 forms and, and run your background check if need be, if you don't have a concealed carry permit and all that stuff and legally transfer a weapon to you. But I can also sell as an individual to anyone and there's no records behind that. And I think i don't think there should be i'm I, you know individuals I, who who aren't in the business of selling firearms shouldn't have to act like they are
0: every so often there comes up a case like all right this guy's deep into alzheimer's right he, he can he doesn't recognize his own family but people are taking him to the gun store or having him buy online or something like that and what kind of people like criminals uh i'm probably family to be honest i don't but, know but why would they maybe, do that, maybe it's a hypothetical. But, but, but I don't know what they would have to gain from using they, him. So should people be able to buy guns if they're declared incompetent?
1: No. Hmm. Well, it, it also depends on your, your definition of incompetent, though. Mm-hmm. Because, because I immediately thought, oh, incompetent. You just described someone who's drooling and has Alzheimer's and is very old. There right. is an incompetent person. Yes. But, but what if all of a sudden they want to slap incompetent on someone who's taking antidepressants? or someone who's taking anti-anxiety med- medication. What if I went to see my therapist three days a week? Maybe they think that makes me incompetent. Maybe right. I shouldn't have that shock. I, I'll
0: take it a step further. What if incompetent means you don't agree with me? Right, me being the government at the time, right? Like, you, it, it, people have heard me say a million times, you, you don't grant rights to your government. You give, you gr- you're granting rights to all the future governments, including the ones you, that you hate. Right. You know, I remember back in the day when George W. Bush was president, there were people there who really liked him so much that they were willing to give executive power like craziness. And it's like, don't forget, Hillary could be president someday. And all these things that you're loving to give to your favorite guy today, you're going to be given to Hillary tomorrow or flip the script, you know. Hillary's president today, or Obama, because Obama, he is president today. The powers that you're giving him, because maybe you trust him and like him, are going to go to Trump or Ted Cruz tomorrow. So, be careful. And yeah. anyway, uh, but you know, something like a, a guy deep into Alzheimer's. Uh, are, are we sure there's no gun laws that are good laws? Like, because I, I think that, you know, some people would say that. Like. Uh, guns should be no more restricted than chapstick and
1: um i guess like off the top of my head um i don't feel like violent felons should be able to purchase a gun at a gun store or have a gun forever and that's
0: the case violent felons yeah forever uh, what I think if that'd... what if their crime is fist fights
1: that's not violent enough for me <laughs> all right um I would say, uh, yeah, I guess I would change it a bit. I think if they, if they use a weapon in a crime, then, uh, then they've proven that they, they can't be trusted with a weapon. I, I think that's it. You use a weapon in a crime in any way. And, and I, I hate when, when they apply that. to. I, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, I know what's going to happen. The, the guy's going like, to get in a fist fight, but he had a gun in his truck. And all, now all of a sudden, he's a gun offender, and he can't buy a gun forever. Like, that's the sort of thing that happens with these, arbit- with these the laws. The gun
0: needs to go off.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, what well, if you pistol whip somebody with a gun, then can you buy a gun? I think you can. I think you can, because it could have been a hammer, and we can't tee him from buying hammers. <laughs> he just pummeled the guy, clearly he wasn't in a, uh, a violent shooting mood, he was just in a striking kind of mood. I think yeah, he- I, I would take guns away from uh, people who use guns violently. I, I, I don't think those people should be able to buy guns. Obviously, if you're men- mentally incompetent, uh, that, that, uh, that's already the law. Um,
0: and and I, I think, think it is. I think it's proposed, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Maybe you're right. You, you tend. To I really wish I had my
1: form in front of me, cause cause uh, you agree to so many things as you're going down through there. And like I feel like of them I feel like one of them is that I've never been declared mentally incompetent. I think I'm 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 clicking that no, I haven't. Like before I can mm. buy the gun, it feels that way. I I, wish, but I, I bet ha-
0: you know this, but I don't there's a pattern to it. It's like a yes, a bunch of them that are the same answer, and then a no. And uh, I always have to read every one. And then some of them, in my foggy memory, are like somewhat confusing. Like, I am assuring that I am not this, yes or no. Yeah, a non-immigrant, blah, blah, blah. It's like like
1: question 13. Let me grab it, I got it upstairs.
0: Okay, and then, uh, yeah, I'll just keep talking. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. So yes, I'm a not, or no, I'm a not. Like even grammatically, it's confusing to me because typically you say, no, I'm not. But if it's like I'm not and you say no to that, then you're kind of saying yes to the I am that thing. And and it's kind of tricky. But uh, but yeah. Oh, so while Kyle's not here, almost died yesterday. That's a thing. Um, I was pulling a tree stump out of the ground with my tractor, which I had seen done on YouTube like a bunch of times. And, uh, um, as I pulled it, it was cracking. So, so picture this, I've got a tractor and I have a nylon strap used to pull cars out of the ground and like is stuck in the mud and stuff. And, uh, and then the strap is around a, uh, a tree stump and, um, I pull and it like loosens and creaks and I pull and it loosens and creaks. I'm just telling my tractor story. Uh, and my hope is that the stump is going to pull out of the ground but what happens instead is the top of the stump breaks off and it comes flying at me it's hard to estimate the speed but like 50 miles an hour 70 miles an hour the the strap it it stretches like a rubber band and then like pulls extra hard it's called a snap strap and uh, it I I just didn't anticipate the top of the stump breaking off although in hindsight I should have And it came flying at me, and it actually hit the taillight on my tractor. But it made me really aware of the fact that if it was two feet over, I would have died. And I need to be careful around this sort of thing. Anyway, that's my tractor death story. Kyle, is mental competence on there? Have you spotted it yet?
1: Yeah. Um, So question number uh, F. Question F. Mm -hmm. Is, have you ever been uh, adjudicated, mentally uh, defective, which includes a determination by a court, board, commission, or other lawful authority that you are a danger to yourself or to others or are uh, incompetent to manage your own affairs, literally what you kind of described, or have you been committed to a mental institution?
0: Okay, Uh, so now... People are declared incompetent to manage their own affairs in the Social Security roles. Like roles, not the like, you know, the, the list of people on social security. And Obama suggested that people who are on Social Security listed as mentally incompetent could be added to the list of people that aren't allowed to buy firearms. And they pushed back and said that no, that's not okay. And I just wonder, like sometimes, like, hey, if mentally incompetent's not okay, then can't we use our list of mentally incompetent people?
1: Wow, well, okay, so there's more instructions for these questions on the on the back here, on the part that I have to read. Okay. <laughs> okay, The part that like no, no, no customer ever reads. Um, so here's the exception. Uh, let's see. Wow. A determination by a court board commission or other lawful authority that a person as a result marked subnormal. Jesus. <laughs> Subnormal intelligence. It literally says that here. Or mental illness, incompetency, condition, or disease. Uh is a danger to himself, blah, blah, blah. The mental capacity, a contractor manage his own affairs, blah, blah, blah. Uh stand trial, found guilty for for reason of okay. Mental responsibility. Um I'm looking for the exception, is what I'm looking for. Ah, here it is. Um a person who has been adjudicated as a mental defective or committed to a mental institution is not prohibited if the person has adjudicated that's a that's a word I've never read before it's never been in front of me or committed by a department or agency of the federal government as so the United States Department of Veteran Affairs um, yeah they had to expunge your record for, for you to be able to get a gun if you've ever been found to be of subhuman intelligence or incompetent <laughs> for some other reasons um, and then there's a the whole thing about restraining orders. If you if you've got a restraining order against you from a spouse, are you a US citizen, are you legally in the United States, the one you have trouble with is the one that you're not supposed to check at all if you're not uh, it doesn't apply to you. No, the, I swear.
0: Is it like the first one yes or something and then all first the First one's yes and then, then all, all the all rest, the rest are no?
1: no and then 12, you leave blank. I'd show it, but it's like literally filled out like with my information. Oh yeah. So as you can, it's like all of my information. Yeah, so
0: it's, it's yes, a bunch of no's, and then a blank. And I think there might even be a question after the blank that you need to answer like no again to, but I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, then a bunch of no's, and then blank. Oh, and then it starts getting to other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, yeah. it's slightly different. I remember it being at the bottom of the page too, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. Right now, what I gun care. laws. Do we need what gun laws would? What do we need?
1: Yeah, what, what, I
0: feel like I'd need to know our current gun laws better before I start adding ones to it. Like I would have okay. said, if you're mentally no. competent, that's a thing, and it turns out it's already a thing.
1: I think it's. I think that. Uh, I think it comes down to the def- how you define someone as being mentally incompetent. I-, I think that's where 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 the the real issue is. And it's hard to get to understand that when you've got politicians on screen just screaming the extremes of each issue back at each other and the truth is in the middle there wh- that, that we just found that Another thing. Oh, so it's really about how we define when someone's crazy.
0: And if they get crazy forever. Rachel Maddow said a thing. She's like She's we- hot. she is high. um If people don't know her, she's the girl with, she's like a pretty woman with glasses on MSNBC and um, her stance is liberal. So one would assume she's anti-gun, although I'm not positive. She's like Tina Fey's hot older sister. (laughs) So uh, anyway, she was like, look, we tried to find the facts around this particular issue. And she's like, and we're good at this. We do this for a living. Guns are one of the few things where you just can't find reliable facts everyone who's publishing on this topic appears to have an agenda they are either pro-gun or anti-gun and we're looking for the truth on this and everything about this comes at you from a slant and there is no reputable source she doesn't consider like say the nra to be reputable and she doesn't consider i'll make it up you know i hate guns.com to be reputable either I trust the FBI's numbers. And I was going to say CIA. Yeah, I feel like those... Maybe it is FBI. But yeah, sometimes the government stuff, they, especially when they talk about kill rates and stuff. Like when they do a... What caliber should our people hold? Uh, I think they're just trying to figure out what caliber their people should hold. They're not in the anti-9mm lobby. <laughs> they just want to know what to carry. Mm. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, it's hard to find it's really hard to find uh exactly what gun laws are. Um it, it, it most of the time you're just trying to, to not break any little law. And sometimes they're not they're not laws, they're rules. Um y- the ATF can make up new rules as they go along, even though they're not a law making body. Uh they're technically a part of the Treasury Department. Um, irregardless that's not a fucking word and I hate people use it, regardless <laughs> uh you you have to follow those rules or you get in big trouble. So it's hard to find exactly on, on a lot of issues. There's a lot of times where I want to know if I can do a thing, uh, and I'll call one guy who's like a law enforcement guy, and he'll be like, yeah, you can do that. And then I'll call my lawyer, and he'll be like, eh, let me call my guy and find out. And his guy will be like, no, you can't do that. And it's just like, well, what the fuck? Like, like the, the, the law enforcement guy says I can. And he's like, well, okay then. He's like, well, no. What do you mean? Okay, then. Like, is it legal or not? Like, well, if he's not gonna arrest you, then it's. Le- no, that's not how this works. Like, I need to know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, if you were Supreme Court Justice, what would you say? Like, like, I want to know what's gonna happen here. He might not be an that.
0: asshole, but someone out there is. I need to make sure that even that guy has nothing on me.
1: Yeah, I like to be in the position where, like, I could be rude to the police if I need, if I want to be. I don't want to be like. In in a gray area on anything. Am I, I being want... detained? <laughs> My ducks have to be in a fucking row. If you're gonna get pulled over with half a dozen guns, your ducks have to be in a row. <laughs> Even then, you're on, you're you're there for the on the side of the road for forty five minutes just <laughs> for them to make sure that they're not stolen and that you're not Pablo Escobar or something.
0: Yes, chupacabra. I don't know.
1: Do you know what the chupacabre is? I guess not. Uh, chupacabra is the Mexican goat sucker. It's a uh, like the Bigfoot or Loch Ness. It's sort yeah, of a
0: that's all I knew that it was like the Mexican myth, like our Bigfoot or or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. They the it's the goat sucker. That's what chupacabra
0: I, means. I've also been told this, and it would take someone from Mexican culture to, to tell me if I'm right or wrong. But um, I guess I'm part Mexican, right? We've covered that.
1: Yeah, you look it. <laughs>
0: um, you do you have that love for lawn care? <laughs> um that unlike like us and bigfoot it's kind of a joke like a fun thing we like to talk about mexicans and chupacabre i'm told with many mexicans it's like a legit fear like if they hear something go bump in the night they're concerned about chupacabre
1: i don't know enough about mexico to know if what i'm about to say is in any way accurate Mm. but i feel like there are large swaths of mexico where the people are very poor very catholic very ignorant and i could definitely believe that that would be true because i know people who have come from mexico and they talk about like no running water and stuff now clearly like it's not like that in the bigger cities mm-hmm. but i think there are like like the worst places in the united states rural areas like that they still have plumbing like 99.9% of the time i've never seen a real outhouse and if i ever do i won't stay there like 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 <laughs> like I've never seen that shit. And I've been in some real backwoods areas of uh, the South. Yeah. But I feel
0: like you go down to Mexico and you can find some outhouses. It, like it, I, I saw a TV show where there were some Mexican people living in a trash dump. Obviously, that's not a standard Mexican thing. Um, Oscar the Grout style? Like he was like... No, they were, they were living near a landfill. And they used the landfill to just find all the things that they were looking for. This Need sounds like an episode of Trailer Park Boys. Are you serious? yes i'm 100 (laughs) percent serious yeah yeah no and it wasn't like i'm looking at it and at first i was like that's not a half bad idea because there's a lot of good stuff that gets thrown away you need they're finding lumber and things and building shacks i was gonna say house but that's totally not accurate trash forts Trash forts is pretty close because they're mismatched and everything, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's like mismatched lumber and like uh, corrugated tin roofs and stuff like that that they're putting on. And I'm like, huh, you know, if you've got nothing going on, there's a lot of free shit in the trash. They're not criminals, you know, they're whatever. But um, it turns out that like rats and disease and things like that are a big issue when you live near a landfill, which probably yeah. sounds obvious.
1: And the smell. I bet it smells just
0: like New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, Can you imagine? Like a huh. dirty diaper. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. it's true. I need to take you back to Jersey. Take you where I grew up. Uh uh-huh. Smells Maybe of plane. salt I'd water. Love, and I
1: would love to fly over Jersey. Could, could I do that sometime? Smells
0: of salt water and, and suntan lotion where I'm from.
1: Smells of brine and filth.
0: <laughs> uh. And New York's trash. That's what New Jersey smells like. I'd like to go back to Ocean City. It just never seems to be like at the top of the list of things to do. It's like, yeah, we really should get back there. Or Grand Canyon. Like, yeah, there's Ocean City, New Jersey. I remember that. I'd like to surf there one more time. I, I even like know where the places go and such. Or, you know, there's whatever, Disney World. It, it just seems like New Jersey never gets us like drawn in. Yeah. You want to go to the beach? There's one two hours. Or there's one that's like twelve hours. That's hard. That makes sense. Yeah, and in New Jersey, you don't think of it as such, but the bottom half of it is a peninsula, which makes the drive really crappy. To like drive halfway up the state and then back down again.
1: I'm thinking about uh, camping this weekend out in the place where I'm. Ta- I'm thinking about doing the survival thing. I'm oh. thinking about going out there.
0: Hmm. Um.
1: I've still got to find our actual campsite because, like I was saying before the show, like I want to. Be- I want to know the exact spot like plot it on my GPS, and that way we can just make a beeline for it. Do you need a tent? I,
0: excuse me? I'm sorry, you it? Do you need a tent?
1: No, I was thinking of taking just a, uh, my... Um, I was thinking of doing a mini-survival trip, basically. Kind of testing the waters. I was just gonna take my hammock. Oh. I I've like got, a, I got a hammock, and you like zip yourself up in it like a banana, and you've got like a, a mesh uh, separating you so the mosquitoes can't get in and stuff.
0: I so like my idea. It like depends how idea. tired I am from Thursday. Thursday's going to be a long day. Are you... Oh, are you doing... Can I We're talk filming. Yeah, we're filming yeah, that's Thursday. That's what I was going to say. You're filming. You aspire to get two videos in one day shot?
1: Yeah, as long as both guns work, we shouldn't have a problem. I've already got the target set. Uh, got another day of setup tomorrow. But oh, no. we're shooting a uh, cannon, and uh, I'm shooting a 458 SOCOM uh, rifle. And I've got some
0: specialty ammo for it. Are you shooting... Lots of buck from the cannon, or a big, like cannonball.
1: Um, I've got three different loads for it. I think I got like 15 solid projectiles. Um, I've got a, a load of buckshot, two pounds, and birdshot, two pounds. How does so. the buckshot
0: work? Like it, uh, it, without telling me, this is what I would do. Uh, assuming it's like all the other cannons I know, you stuff like the the explosive in there, then a wad, then the projectile on the other side of the <coughs> wad. I would guess. And my projectile would be like buckshot in pantyhose, thinking that it would explode as it left the, left the barrel.
1: Yeah, I honestly don't know. Okay. Uh, um, I, I was kind of thinking that myself. What you said probably works. You know, maybe I was thinking of maybe in a little sack or a bag, or maybe just poured down in there
0: with a little cap on the top. I don't know how it works, so we'll see. Yeah, if you, the cap would be... Because my problem with pouring it in there yeah, is it that work. it requires you to kind of point it up you know otherwise it you know pour out the barrel or like be like now, water I, almost you know find sh- its level
1: i shot a 37 millimeter tank round one time uh that was um i don't remember what they called it but gra- it was like a grape shot round or something and it was super old it was from world war ii and the end of it instead of being like you know a bullet it was sort of a cylindrical cardboard-ish tube And uh, it was just full of the buckshot inside of that. So, but that was a high pressure 37 millimeter, you know, gun. This is a black
0: powder 37 millimeter cannon. So one cool thing about ammo is it tends to last a long time. Like I sometimes think to myself like, ha, those bullets have been in my carry ammo since, I guess since our last survival trip, since the spring, maybe Mm -hmm. so uh, a while. And uh, you know, is it okay? Yes. It is okay. Also, it will outlast you. You know, as like, long as you as
1: long as you keep it dry, it's good forever, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it, it it yeah, it's dry. It's not getting wet, and um,
1: and even wetness
0: isn't a problem. Like
1: like I see in movies. Like I watched No Country for Old Men the other night again, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was great, especially all the gun stuff. Except for one part. There's a the part where he's running from uh, some bad guys, and there's a pit bull chasing him. So he jumps in the river. He's swimming with the current downriver. And the pit bull is swimming after him, which is hilarious. And uh, he, like you would, he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he jumps up on a sandbar. He takes his 1911 out of his uh, waist. He, uh, he he takes the mag out, ejects the round, blows into the chamber, dries the round, and then puts it back in and kills the dog as it leaps at him. And that's just completely unnecessary because bullets are waterproof. Like like water won't get into them. You, you could corrode the primer. And rust the round, and, and it—it's it, one of two things: either the primer does, either the, either the primer will fail, and you'll get nothing when you pull the trigger, or the round will be so rusty that it gets stuck in the magazine uh, before rubs. it gets. Yeah.
0: For people who don't know, in the back of a bullet is a, a little circle thing, typically, and that's called the primer. And when you hit it, it sparks, it ignites the gunpowder, and shoots the bullet. Tell yeah. me If I got anything wrong. No, you're right. Yeah. And uh, so, so yeah,
1: like. Getting bullets wet or guns wet, like you can take a gun and dunk it in the water and then pull it out and
0: dry it a bit and shoot like you don't have to dry it, uh, it water's not a you do want to make sure at least with some guns that it's not currently filled with water like that can be a problem because it you know the, like for example the bullet if the barrel's filled with water, then the barrel might get damaged when you try to shoot a bullet out of it really quickly if the barrel's filled with water, then it's going to explode well I just so you probably have more knowledge and experience on this with me. If a shotgun's filled with water, it's gonna explode like a cartoon, possibly, or out the side or whatever. See, I've I don't also know seen AK shot underwater, completely submerged underwater. You know, they, it's a thing they do, right? That's a
1: thick-walled barrel, though. A shotgun has a thin-walled barrel. It's it's really, th- uh, uh, if if it were underwater and you fired it, I can't imagine what would happen. I. I guess there would be an explosion just in front of the receiver, um, at the neck of the barrel. It, the neck of the barrel kind of like, at it, it, first it's big and then it goes down to thin. I would imagine it would happen right there, like immediately, because the water's up to the, you know, the front of the shell, I guess, in the barrel. But if you just stick the barrel in the water, then it sort of it compresses that air until it can't anymore, and it tries to push the water out of the way. But this thing's moving at thirteen hundred feet per second, so the water can't move that fast. Pressure builds up, and then it banana peels back like you described. Or I've seen, I've seen crazy shit happen, like there was this demonstration where a 20-gauge round had actually accidentally been put in a 12-gauge, and it slips down the barrel, and then it gets lodged about halfway down. So then a 12-gauge a is placed in behind that, the gun is closed and fired, and the 12-gauge the round sets off the 20-gauge round, and there's an explosion mid-barrel, and the, the combined explosion and the pressure from the 12-gauge makes the barrel snap back at the person, so it's, it's, it's like, boom, and then the barrel comes back. Uh, so you don't want that. That's why <laughs> I, I saw someone comment that we should get some 20 gauges for a potential, like, Argentina bird shoot. And, like, oh, absolutely. I did
0: see that, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Twenty ga- First of all, 20 gauges is, puss- is for pussies and women. Like, 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 like no, no, no man should have a 20 gauge.
0: Like, <laughs> I've okay? never shot a like, 20 gauge, but I have shot. I- I've had days where I probably shot 100 rounds out of a 12. And we're talking about 3,000 rounds. I was like, maybe 20 is smart. I don't know. Well, the,
1: the thing is, the reason is this. So a 12-gauge is super versatile. It's the most popular for a reason. You can load it down to, you can have 7 eighths of an ounce of uh, shot coming out of it. And that's super low recoil. Or you can go all the way up to, like, I don't know, with 3.5-inch Magnum shells, like over an ounce and a half, like approaching 2 ounces probably. I, I don't have a 3.5-inch loader or anything. I don't buy that expensive ammo. But you can go really low or really high, is what I'm saying, with a 12 gauge. With a 20 gauge, you're just limiting yourself. Like, you want as much power as you can get, and then scale the shell down, not the gun. Okay.
0: So... so.
1: If you're a child, enjoy your 20 gauge. Although, when I was 7, I had a 12.
0: Well, I'm sure, like, if you're 5 or something, you might have liked a 20. When you were an infant, perhaps? Learning to crawl? You were still at 12, probably? (laughs) That... (laughs) Dad, Dad wouldn't own a 20 gauge. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. and, and there, so there's a 12 I gauge. I can see, like gauge. little Kyle on a swing, right? <laughs> Bam! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, like
1: for the longest time, I couldn't shoulder uh, my dad's guns. I never had a youth model gun, um, so I would put the the stock under my arm, like I would put it in here, and bring my head down, so that as a you know, a seven-year-old I could shoot a full-size 870 because if I did it like this, like like you're supposed to, there's just no way. This wouldn't work. Um, but yeah, I don't like 20 gauges. They make a 12 gauge, a 16 gauge, a 20 gauge, a 28 gauge, and uh, a 410, which I don't recall what the gauge is on a 410, but it's easier to say 410 than.
0: Yeah, I was. You, you went quiet when you moved the mic there, but um, was that a joke or are you quiet? I think you're yeah that was yeah. yeah yes, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking of getting Colin a cricket, which if people don't know is a single fire twenty two I like the idea of single fire because I know when it's empty, like it's a nice way to to monitor like I load the bullets it's easy to keep track as opposed to like a ten twenty two where I don't know it requires that next level of of discipline, you know like it. Things, how many? I don't know how many rounds go into 1022, but I'll say 15 or 20 or 30 or something. And oh. uh, it, it's a lot to count. Like, you know, <clears> is this <throat> thing empty? I don't know.
1: Yeah, but, I've got that cricket. Uh, if you don't want to, if you want a pink one, I got one you can have. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think I'll, it's so, it's so accurate. I, I, it's very, very surprisingly accurate. I was shooting that thing at like 60, 70 yards, something like that, and we were doing Iron this Saints. game. Yeah, well, you, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were kind of doing a, a drill where you just kind of, like, reactively shoot at targets at 60 yards that are about this big. Mm-hmm. And it was really impressive at, At, I mean, it hits them. I can hit them. Uh, we
0: were shooting paint cans at 50. I don't know if my memory's better than my reality. I feel like my Henry's halfway there, like that, that lever action. Oh, really totally, accurate. yeah. But I felt yeah. like I shot even better with your... I don't know what it is. I'm gonna call it a no name 22 single shot that you've just had forever.
1: Oh, that was my great grandfather's 22. I don't remember the name. It's like a Winchester something or another oh. single
0: shot. It was black with no sights. It was dark out. It did have no sights though. No sights, by the way. Not even iron sights. You just look down a barrel and kind of yeah instinctively aim it. And uh, I st- I was hitting everything with that. You know. Yeah. That
1: that guns. I don't know, sixty years old, seventy years old, maybe. I, I liked it.
0: I liked it so much. I like. I made a habit of hunting gun broker for one in that class. Like, like I want to beat up single shot twenty two. <laughs> you know, like that's what I'm looking that for. That
1: cricket, that cricket's the way to go. I wish, wish it were a little bit longer. Yeah, and, I mean, it really, it's a child's gun, and, the... and I can, I can shoot it, but it's
0: not comfortable exactly. Mm-hmm. I saw um twenty two plinkster did a couple of videos, or at least one I saw with a with a cricket. And uh, he's big, though. I think he's like six four, and it looked really ridiculous. Like he's, yeah. uh, people don't know 22 Plinkster. He's a gun guy, but he's, he's really tall and thin. And him and a child's gun just looked like a mismatch.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a cool little gun, though. It was cheap as hell, too. Like 100 bucks I think. Or wasn't less. much. More.
0: Yeah. Like, I, 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 I've much. got 60 something in my head, but I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, like, they're really inexpensive
1: yeah it's a it's a cool gun for a kid, and it like I said it's super super fucking accurate I've killed a bunch of birds with it the
0: um you shoot a twenty two in the air you gotta worry where the bullet falls right or no I don't know <clears throat> it depends on the angle you're shooting at
1: because straight up's fine, and I feel like some, some minor deviations of straight up like this are fine but forty five degree angle is certainly no good and the bullet goes like seven miles, I think I read on the back of the package. <clears throat> you know, it, I'm sure if you shoot it at a 45 degree angle, the thing's going a thousand feet per second. It, it'll get out of there pretty fast, so it shouldn't be shooting at the uh, horizon. Um, if I'm shooting birds in a tree, I'll usually try to get right under them, or you know, make sure that the bullet's going into some more trees behind it or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't shoot at the horizon.
0: Yeah, just trying to trying to get a vibe for what's what. Like it, I, obviously with the bigger guns, like two, two, three just kind of never fuck with that shooting into the nothing. Make sure you know where it's going to stop. Um, <laughs> shotguns on the other hand, like I've never done it, but people if you seem to feel comfortable that when that thing lands, it's like it's almost okay. Like yeah, you know, if if it actually landed on your friend, but you shot it high in the air first, it just kind of gets sprinkled with it.
1: Next time you're here, I'll show out we're going to we're going to do this. I'm going to we'll we'll get about 300 yards apart and we'll start shooting each other with shotguns. Like Hey, there's kind of rain on you, like it's at least they By the time something falls, just think about it. Think about the physics involved. You shoot the thing, and it has so little energy that it's about to fall out of the air. You know, it hits the ground and it goes pop
0: and, like, falls
1: like hail or something. So if it hit yeah. you,
0: it barely even stings. That thing about dropping a penny from the Empire State Building and it, like, going through a car and denting the cement and... That's actually not true. There's something a called penny, terminal velocity. Yeah and that. wind resistance plays a role in it. Like if you drop a penny from an Empire State Building it flutters down just like it does from the top of your house. Like it, 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 It's not gonna kill a man.
1: Yeah it, there's a maximum speed that objects are gonna fall out uh, because of wind resistance and because of um, you know, their shape and and all that stuff and it's not that fast. Human beings fall at like hundred forty-five miles an hour I think. Um, and a bullet is going to fall at less than that, I would say. It's going to fall at a similar speed that you could throw it at. So I don't really... So whenever, you know, shooting one straight up in the air, like, I'm sure some people are like, oh, it could come straight back down. And it's just like, well, it's not coming straight back down like you dropped it from five miles high, you know, and it's like burning up through the atmosphere. Like, it's...
0: It it is coming like you dropped it five miles high, but that's not as dangerous as you might think. Exactly. Yeah. My... I'm trying to stay away from the vocabulary here because my physics is too rusty. <laughs> like, yeah, there's terminal velocity and this and that and something about balls on inclines and shit. I don't know for exactly, but I do know. I used to know the formula, right, for,
1: for acceleration. Like it's something cubed cubed. It's, uh, it's like 10 meters times the distance. Ah, I can't remember. There's it's been someone so long.
0: listening right now who knows it off the top of their head and I'm not going to get it wrong. So, well, in any case, all, but yeah, in yeah. any case,
1: not a huge worry, not a huge worry. Bullets falling on you or anything. Uh, I'm sure people, I, like I said, you wouldn't. Don't shoot at the horizon, though. My yeah,
0: answer. we we should. If it's safe, I think it'd be a, a neat learning experience to do the Dick Cheney exercise.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've been shot pretty close before. Like, I don't know, seventy yards, I guess, something like that with birdshot. Like, hmm. just stings a little. Uh, I know people who have been shot pretty legitly, so they had to pick the shot out of their back. Um,
0: hmm. I knew a guy, not knew him, but I met a guy who got shot with a three eighty once. I hmm. uh, yeah, I I had recently bought that three eighty that I have, and um, I was unsure about it for self defense purposes. And he's like, "Oh, trust me, <laughs> it's fine. Hurts like a motherfucker." Yeah, the way he said it, I'm like, "Got a story." And he's like, ah, got shot. And I didn't get the story of why he got shot, whether it was an accident or defense or what happened. But um, it was in his lung, like not far from his collarbone. And uh, he's like, completely takes the fight out of you. <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah>. All right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's that's what he said. He endorsed yeah. it. All right. Call it a show.
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some food and relax for a little while, and then I gotta drive to Atlanta and pick up Kitty. She's she's flying in tonight from Colorado. She gets in at one a.m.
0: Ah, that's late. But that's you, really yeah, innate. when you travel in that direction, though, no, they they sometimes go that late.
1: Yeah, but I've got to drive to the airport and back at one in the morning.
0: She, she's lucky to have you. <sighs> She should be nice. She should have candy. That would help a lot in this situation. If you showed up and she had chocolates, it would be a good thing. Maybe. (laughs) All right. PKN episode 52. Bye, all. Good job, Taylor.